1: Couples gotta go to Couples. This, this podcast brought to you by Couples. We got 95 cents, $95 bow ties. Don't go to Prada. The cheapest bow tie is $295. 200 dollars less at Coupels. Yeah, I mean, we talked about the bow tie. Huh? I know. <laughs> I know we already got it out of the way. I just can't get enough of it. I know, I know. Henry was sending Marcus and I uh, texts all day. He was at what, TJ Maxx or TJ something? TJ like Max, yeah. TJ Maxx, $19 bow tie, but who wants it? <laughs> It's not Koopal's. If it's not Koopal's, I don't even care about it. So this is <laughs> Abeligan's Top Hat. I'm Ben Kissel. Marcus Parks is here with me as always. Hey, Ben. Burning down the house. Uh, Indiana primaries were yesterday. Oh, my God. A series of events that very few people saw coming. I did predict the uh, success and the rise of Donald Trump, so I do want to take some credit for that. Even though it is half-hearted and I do not support his candidacy for president, it's just nice to be right. <laughs> I just want to make that clear. So uh, he crushed Ted Cruz and John Kasich in Indiana last night. I, what, what are the official numbers? I believe he got roughly 56 percent.
0: Yeah, somewhere around there. His delegate count is 1,053, with right. Cruz getting 565 and Kasich getting 153.
1: And, of course, that delegate count, uh, got he got 51 more delegates uh, in yesterday's primary, which puts him at a clear, Donald Trump, uh, that is, puts him at a clear path uh, to 1237. So it looks like not only he's he going to lock up the nomination, he is in a great great position right now where he, he could, if he wants, go to one of his many resorts, kick his feet up for a little while, and watch the Democratic Party uh, continue to battle uh, for the nomination in their own right. So yeah. he is in an unbelievable position right now. I don't think he will take time off because he's a sociopath. <laughs> and sociopaths <laughs> never relax. It's not what they do. So now Hillary Clinton is in a very precarious position because Bernie Sanders... Much like in Michigan... The poll numbers did not show him ahead uh, at all. If anything, he was down by double digits. A recent poll in, Mich- uh, in Indiana did show him only down by four, so they thought he was closing the gap. But Hillary, she chose not even to campaign in the state mm. uh, towards the end uh, 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 as the primary was looming, which I think was a massive mistake because even though Bernie has a very uphill battle with the delegate count, mathematically is eliminated, although he could still uh, stop Hillary from getting the 2,000 poll that she would need to really lock up the nomination it is a symbolic victory for bernie and it just pours more fuel on the fire for the people who are feeling the burn well bernie sanders he's come
0: right out and he's said we are having a contested convention he said he's you know, taking it all the way
1: to the end. I was on John Fugel's "Saying uh, Serious" radio show recently, and I do think that Bernie Sanders runs the risk of staying around long enough to become a villain. If they see, if the Democratic Party, if the Democratic base and the establishment begin to see this tag team effect w- with Bernie attacking Hillary on the left, and ironically enough, Trump coming after Hillary uh, with some leftist ideas as well, such as anti-Nafta, anti-TPP, Hillary is in a rock and a hard place. And uh, you know, much like a uh, a superhero. Who was getting hit uh, by by both sides? Uh, I just don't know if she has the the superpowers to fend off both attacks. So Bernie Sanders is going to be getting a lot more heat to drop out of this race if these national poll numbers tighten up between Hillary and Trump. And currently, Reuters had a poll that showed them basically tied. Uh, there was another poll that came out which had uh, Hillary and Trump at 38%, 38%. So this general election is not going to be nearly uh, as much of a blowout as many people uh, assumed it would be.
0: I mean, there is a CNN, and Paul that uh, just came out today that said that Clinton leads Trump 54% to 41%.
1: Right. So the polls are all over the place. They are. But, uh, and you know, and of course we take these polls with a massive grain of salt, and the one thing about the polls is they just they show trends. You know, no individual poll should be taken as scientific fact. It's political science, it's a social science, uh, and uh, it relies on the rationale of the populace and if we've learned anything, (laughs) we're all insane. So these polls are innately flawed. Uh, but it is, uh, but the, but the, but the idea that Trump could no, could not win a general, I think, is out the window because what you have in the Republican Party, he's a, he's at fifty eight percent amongst the GOP electorate. He, no one thought he was ever going to go over twenty. No. Then he went over twenty. Then he went over thirty. Then he went over forty. His ceiling was forty three. His ceiling's forty five. Now he's at fifty eight. The enthusiasm for the Republican Party is 70% uh, increased voter turnout in the primary. The Democrats are down 20%. The enthusiasm gap is way uh, in favor of, of the Republican Party. And I do firmly believe that people go out and vote for more than they vote against, and you can see that with your Never Trump movement, which never caught fire, because who was the person that people were rallying around? You can't just rally around a notion. You can't just rally around uh, a mutual disdain for somebody. Uh, At the end of the day, you have to get people out, and you have to get people voting. By the end of this, Donald Trump will have more votes than any GOP candidate in history. Uh, There's still 14 more states to go. He's only, I think, Four hundred, uh, 40, votes or so behind uh, what W. Bush got, mm-hmm. um, who is you know currently the record holder for a GOP primary. He's got four million new people, uh, you know, from uh, joining the Republican Party. So the momentum is all on his side. And Hillary, if you look, what happens with? And of course, Trump is also starting to take some of Bernie's rhetoric, d- discussing the establishment and uh, and how the uh, and how the elites have run us, uh, how the elites have uh, have ruined the country because they do not reflect the constituents. Well, this election is going to be all about the independents uh, because thirty
0: one percent of Americans identify as Democrats, twenty nine percent identify as Republicans, thirty eight percent are independent. Because that's what you really have to question with Trump. If Trump
1: has an actual chance it's if he can actually turn the heads of the independents absolutely because there's going to be a massive swing with the republican party over to hillary i was on megan mccain's show yesterday discussing this the republican establishment cannot get behind donald trump whatsoever no for all intents and purposes like ted cruz says he's a new york liberal in many many ways and uh, and if you look at his trade policies if you look at his um anti-interventionalism he is much much more liberal than Hillary who comes across as the only true conservative in the race in a very bizarre way mm-hmm. so when you have so we have Bernie uh, that's going to be taking down continuing to attack Hillary forcing her to go to the left where she is just not comfortable there no because that's not her natural state she is I read a great article in um, Uh, It might have been the New Yorker about how Hillary's uh, policies, if you look at it, she's a center-right candidate, specifically by today's standards. Mm -hmm. So when Trump actually goes in the general, I think people are going to be very surprised when uh, he begins uttering rhetoric that is very much in line with what Bernie Sanders has been throwing white working-class middle Americans. It's very possible. Which is the system is rigged they it's not their fault uh, that they are making less money they're working harder I mean people are now making less than they did 20 years ago at the same job I mean these sort of things are, are this is what's driving the rage and the anger so I think that he actually could pull even if he got fifteen twenty percent of those Bernie Sanders supporters he could, I mean that would that would really be a seismic shift this is a this is an election and we talked about this on the last episode where it's like you know people's brains are purple You know, it's not red state minds and blue state minds. Like we talked about, there's somebody in upstate, you know, Poughkeepsie, who is uh, transgendered and Mm pro-life. And there's somebody who is pro-choice in in Mississippi, but against, but but for segregation. I mean, you know, political philosophies are all over the map. And if you look at Donald Trump's political philosophies, it's a horoscope. And you can project anything you want on it. And this is why he's able to reach out to so many people, because no one really knows the truth but you can project whatever truth you want to get from it. It's extremely vague. It's business it's speak. It's
0: so vague. It's all business speak. I mean, actually, hell, I'll, I'll even bring in a, a Futurama episode where, uh, yeah, I'll bring in a Futurama Good. episode where like a, an 80s businessman gets unfrozen in the future and he's trying to teach Fry how to do business speak. And uh, he was like, all right, ask me a question. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's like, okay, well, what do you think about this thing? And the guy goes, don't you worry about blank. Let me worry about blank. Boom. <laughs> Next president of the United States <laughs> which of is America. A, that's a, That's what that's what Trump does. It's like you know what? I'll take care of it, and that's all people want to hear. All they want to hear is I'll take care of it. They don't want to hear how I'll take care of it. Mm -mm. They don't want to hear all they hear is that like okay, I've got this thing in my life that is screwed up Uh that I want fixed, and this guy is going to take care of it. How I don't care. He's, He's taking care of him. it. He's taking care of it. You that's know, right. Daddy's gonna do it, and right. that's what
1: everyone wants. Daddy's well, like gonna when, do you it. You know, I'll never forget. I dropped off my laundry at a laundromat in my neighborhood in Williamsburg, Brooklyn, which has now become a vape store called VapoLogy One Hundred and One. That's yeah, weird. The laundromat <laughs> I liked. The vape store. I'm still dropping my clothes off there, but they're not washing anything. They just smell like really bad citrus mist. But I, I you know, you drop off your laundry. And uh, you, you go back the next day, and you pick it up, and it's folded, and everything is wonderful. I made a massive mistake. I went there an hour too early, and I saw the the young lady folding my underwear, and she held them up as if as if a scientist found a new specimen. And you and called over his other scientists, and they were in awe of, of the girth and the size of, of the creature in their paws. And I, and I looked at her, and she looked at me, and she was laughing. <laughs> And I'll never forget it. And I never dropped off again. I you don't want to see how the laundry is folded, <laughs> but you just drop it off. They say we'll take care of it. You pick it up, and you don't think about it. Yeah, uh, because when you actually see uh, the process, uh, you realize that uh, the joke is on you. And it's also very hard to make regular Americans aware
0: of global economics. And it's sure. very, it's very when your when your own life, when your own personal little world is extremely screwed up when your own personal little world is done it's very hard to think about what's going on in Syria it's very hard to even think about what's going on in Germany in Europe you know you don't think about that stuff at all and that's the danger of Trump is getting him involved in these very delicate you know worldwide global negotiations putting him on the global stage is uh, extremely dangerous and it's only going to bring our stature in the world down even lower well you know a lot
1: of people think that and I don't disagree with the argument I think what you would have is a it is a very straw a very strange shift of our of our foreign policy when it comes specifically with the Russians. From what I understand, when Trump Trump just gave a foreign policy speech uh, this past week, uh, Charles Krautheimer, who is regular on the regular regularly on the Bill O'Reilly show, I had a chance to speak with him in the green room, and uh, and he basically utters what he has been you know discussing in public about how it is just all over the place, and true conservatives cannot wrap their heads around it because it completely shifts the global game. Yeah. But from my understand, from what I understand. Trump has no problem with Putin just taking over Syria, taking over uh, Iraq and uh, and basically ending the proxy war that's happening right now uh, in Yemen mm-hmm. with uh, with the Houthis and uh, and in the Iran and the Iranian backed uh, rebels. So it's it, it's almost it, it is this very bizarre, almost Jimmy Carter esque foreign policy that he throws out there under the bravado of of Barry Goldwater <laughs> you know the, the, the yeah. substance is is squishy to say the least but it's, it's but it's in the steel burger shell <laughs> it, it is so confusing and I think people are getting I think they like the bravado and then if you really dive deep I don't think that they care if Putin has uh, the Middle East the, the these countries that they have bankrupted us they don't even know who Putin is some of them don't a lot of them you know don't. but you know it's interesting so Ted Cruz just dropped out Kasich dropped out. Unbelievable. I did not think that was going to happen. I didn't either. Uh, Of course, Ted Cruz, his final Hail Mary was getting uh, uh, Carly Fiorina on a a VP ticket, uh, which, you know, Marcus... Can I be your VP? <laughs> yes, we're running for president too. <laughs> we had just as much of a shot as Cruz does now. Well, Cruz may also made a
0: total fool of himself uh, when he didn't realize that, like at a contested convention that he was having to go for. Yeah, uh, he doesn't pick the VP. No, no. no he, 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 doesn't, he doesn't know. Like he doesn't know how a contest I mean, he's going for the contested convention right. and all that and he does he just doesn't understand or at least didn't check on what how that actually works. Yeah, I think And he Carly was- Fiorina. Why Carly Carly Fiorina? Hey Why Carly
1: I mean My what- hands are up. I don't know.
0: I don't know. <laughs> I guess he was trying to work on some sort of like bring in the other anti establishment uh figure, the only other anti establishment figure right. besides Ben Carson in the Republican race.
1: Right. And of course uh you know, being a businesswoman uh, of uh, HP uh, was was uh, the company that she was CEO of. Mm-hmm. But you know those the stats that she deported or what do you call it? Not deported. She got she she sent forty thousand jobs overseas. Yeah. Uh, that just plays right into Trump's rhetoric about how you know trade is screwing over the American worker, and the Chinese are manipulating their currency to continue, uh, continue the unbelievable. So we have to continue uh, paying the unbelievable debt that we uh, that we have uh, to the Chinese with massive amounts of uh, of, of um, you know what what do you call that thing, the thing on top when you got uh, you got you got to pay something. Uh-huh. and then you got to pay uh, interest interest <laughs> this is why marcus parks is with us everybody <laughs> what do you call that thing interest. interest perfect so anyway so that's where donald trump is uh is doing a very good job connecting with those people and carly fiorina was did nothing to help ted cruz if you uh, did, you see the video of Ted Cruz going and talking to the Trump supporters?
0: No, it's
1: unbelievable. So Ted Cruz goes over. There's people holding Trump signs, and to his credit, he walked into the fire. I mean, as a person who might be the devil, maybe he was cold. I don't know. <laughs> but um, interest, okay, good to know. Uh-huh. Uh, so he he was speaking to these Trump supporters, and one of the Trump supporters just says, "Hey, you look like a fish monster. <laughs> you you suck. You'll never get elected. I swear to God." And it just reminded me of those 1990 <laughs> drug where the father with the mustache walked into his room, and his son was listening to music on the bed, and the father opened up a cigar case, and it was full of weed and, and doobies, mm-hmm. and uh, the father looked at him, and he said, who taught you how to do this? And the kid is like, I learned it from watching you. Yeah. And then they cry, yeah. and Trump is the father, <laughs> and, and everyone is just following in his lead. Hey, you fish monster, yeah. you suck and because of you know because trump is allowing such rhetoric to occur it, it, there's no shame in yelling at a potential president of the united states granted a long shot and now an impossible shot with ted cruz but as of 2 days ago still a potential candidate hey fish monster <laughs> you suck I mean, it's remarkable. <laughs> yeah, it really
0: is. I mean, that's, that's what Trump does. I mean, he, re- he removes respect. Yeah. Uh, he removes decorum. He removes civility. Yes. Uh, and that's the example he's going to set uh, for the rest of America is he's going to remove well, respect for anybody from the equation so, you know, I was talking... That isn't you. That doesn't look just like you, that doesn't act just like you, that doesn't think just like you. Just well, like I you? mean, too, I mean, he looks like a fish monster. He does Cruz, look like it, a fish... It, it wasn't like but, the Trump fan was we, wrong. We've been going for pig goblin, but, you know, fish monster works, too.
1: It works. The message is there. <laughs> anything, anything that looks like it might have gills kind of works. Yeah. By the way, if you haven't seen the gif or jif, whichever one you want to call it, of Ted Cruz punching his wife, a.k.a. hugging his friend, you have to check it
0: out. <laughs> or the extremely awkward hand motions yes. of him and Carly Fiorina. Everyone's seen that one, yes. But oh, you know what I think with that? I think they like talked beforehand. He's like, I really think that we should hold our hands.
1: I don't know. I, I don't know, should, Ted. I think we should put them up high. If I reach for it, you grab it. Okay, <laughs> that sounds good. All right. I
0: don't think I want to do it, Ted. No, we'll We're, you'll d- doin', we're you'll. doing it. Yeah, we'll,
1: doing just, it. Just, <laughs> we'll just. It'll look good. It'll look good. And then, of course, she fell off the stage uh recently as well. She just managed to have a Gary Bauer mo- uh, moment and a Bob Dole moment all wrapped into one. Oof. So sad, poor. Poor woman. Uh, for those that don't know about the Bob Google Bob Dole falling in 96, he almost died. <laughs> and then there's a great video of Gary Bauer in 2000 flipping pancakes and falling over backwards. Uh. <laughs> uh, whoever makes these stages for presidential campaigns just... One foot longer. <laughs> just make it one foot longer. I don't know how politicians are constantly falling off the of stages, but they cannot seem to stay on the damn thing. It's all ramshackle. It's ramshackle. It's slipshod. I'm just saying, if you're in the if you're in the stage building business and you want to get a new uh gig, you wanna sell some you wanna sell some product, this is Vinny's stages, one foot longer. <laughs> Boom. It's like it's like four minute abs as opposed to seven or six minute abs or eight minute abs, whatever. Like like the half baked. Um, you know, it's so funny. So Ted Cruz was talking about how Donald Trump is going to, uh, you know, he's not what we, he doesn't reflect America. Mm-hmm. He, he he does not, he he is not uh, the person that we want to, uh, you know, be the figurehead for this nation. But I only, I wonder if he's wrong. I think that Donald Trump does reflect America. No, you know, we've had 20 years of reality television shows where we have idolized drunken behavior. We idolized teen motherhood. We idolized... All the negative things in human in the human personality. Uh the White House Correspondence Dinner, for example, Barack Obama makes a joke about Kendall Jenner, followed up by a joke about Helen mirren and these people should not even be in the same paragraph together. Why is Kendall Jenner at the White House Correspondence Dinner she's only famous because her sister made a sex tape? I yeah. mean, why are we, we glorify these terrible we've been glorifying the worst traits in our society for two decades now? And so we wonder, does Donald Trump Like we've said before, he's not a good—he won't be a great president, but he might be what this nation deserves because we have been glorifying bad behavior uh, for so long and redeeming people with mass amounts of fame and wealth for so long that this is a— natural progression that it goes into our political sphere if you're watching television you're watching keeping up with the kardashians and then you're, you're one click away from watching cnn or from watching uh, from watching the state of the union in your brain you think of these as the same yeah. You you put them on the same level of importance. ESPN, people who watch that channel constantly, they, they, they would... I mean, you talk to some of these sports fanatics, they pretend as if it's global affairs. Yeah, and, I mean, Fox News. Sure. They, they absolutely... I mean, they are
0: classified. They classify themselves as entertainment. Yes. They, they, are- don't, they do not classify themselves as
1: news at all. For good reason, because it's the most entertaining <laughs> channel
0: on... Red Eye! Red Eye and the
1: Greg Gutfeld Show. I, I did have a great time on the Greg Gutfeld Show. We We did it live... Uh, Discussing the White House Correspondents Dinner It was a wonderful Saturday We went to see our friend Molly Neffel Get married to her uh, charming boy uh, Husband gideon and what a great wedding that was it was a fantastic wedding yeah i love it i love it it was it was it was a jewish wedding and then i don't know what molly molly didn't really have any religion infused in. oh no humanist let's go ahead and say it's a jew it was a jewish humanist wedding that's perfect yeah humanism is a is a good religion if you have to choose one humanism is just fine
0: hey i'd say
1: i'm it's pretty. pretty fr- i'm pretty yeah i'm pretty firmly humanist myself disney plus
0: and hulu are better together in the disney bundle with new movies and series
1: So that's the one thing that uh, people aren't, you know, Congress has an 11 percent approval rating for a reason. It's because people do not think the government is reflecting the electorate. And we are a country now that Donald Trump, I'm sorry, sometimes you have to look, you know, there's always that one mirror. When you're that that tells you if you've gained a couple of pounds, mm-hmm. yeah, I always look in the thin, tall one. Yeah. But sometimes there's like that, that little square, squat one that you look at and you're like, ah, damn it! <laughs> I'm in the truth mirror and I look terrible. Yeah. And Donald Trump is making us look at the truth mirror of this country and what kind of nation are we and what kind of nation have we become to allow a person of his, uh, of his ilk, of his bravado, of his just unbelievable disdain for human dignity uh, to, to really have a Great shot of being the next president of the United States. We, I mean, if anything, we we should take this moment to reflect on the on the nation that we've created for ourselves. And uh, it, it's tough. We need to find we need to find a little bit more humanity again. We created him. Uh, we, we created him. Cr- we
0: created Donald Trump. He, he got into this race on a lark. He got into it yes. because he thought it could drum up some business. He got into it just to get his face out there and mm-hmm. he thought it would be fun. And then he started getting fed. His ego started getting yeah. fed and he started to think I'm right. He started sure. to think that you know these things that I have to say are actually correct and this is what America needs. That I am going well, to make he truly believes he's going to make America great again and it's his yeah. version of America. It's a version that doesn't
1: exist. It's a version that it's an impossibility uh, to make make America great one. What does that mean? I mean, like, well, idealism isn't something that any presidential candidate hasn't run on before. Hope and change. Uh, you know, Bernie Sanders' entire revolution, I mean, he is... But it's, idea... it's twisted idealism. It's dark it idealism. It yeah. is. There's definitely that. His foreign policy is just America first. Yeah. Which, you know, <laughs> yeah. how could he argue with it?
0: I mean, you can by saying that we are in a global community now and that it yes. is America. I mean, that sort of, you know, that sort of campaign would have been great in 1896. You know, like that's I, American isolationism. You know that yeah. that it would have worked just fine back then. Uh, but now, uh, you we have to work together. We can't tell the rest of the world "fuck you." Wolf that's Street. just not gonna. That's just not gonna work. For us.
1: It'll be interesting. I was having a conversation at a bar the other day with people from the UK, uh, which, by the way, last podcast on the left will be in the UK on October 5th. Yeah. Oh, my God. I can't wait. It's going to be wonderful. We're going to be in London. And uh, we'll get to the bottom. Uh, we'll get to the bottom of this Brexit thing. Of course, uh, currently, the, the UK is part of the EU. And in 2020, it's the decision time to see mm-hmm. if they go with the currency. And uh, that will that's sort of going to be their their, you know, moment to uh, that. That'll be a revolutionary moment. Yeah. Somebody like a Donald Trump, I don't think that he would, the people that would support him, I don't think that they would like the EU to uh, continue on. Many Germans don't want the EU to uh, continue on. The idea of lost nationalism amongst all these countries is very real. That's why you see the white power movement in, in Greece. You see it, I mean hell, Germany, uh, you know, the neo-Nazi movement is stronger than ever because of the immigrant issue that they're having. Mm-hmm. So these right-wing groups are popping up all over the world, and they're popping up all over the world is it's because people feel as if they've lost their identity. The most important person in an open seat election is the sitting president. Yeah. And the one thing about Barack Obama that he does not exude is this notion of American exceptionalism. Yeah. Right? He does not. I don't think that he believes that. Uh, I don't believe it. Um, I don't think. But, you know, he's the... Right. Okay. So, but as as the president of the United States, I think many Americans would like somebody who is a little bit more nationalistic, or at the least at least in this cycle, right? And that's what Donald Trump is bringing to the table: America First, Make America Great Again. Barack Obama, he goes on his apology tour, which was not a real apology tour; he was simply discussing some of the mistakes of the previous administration when he traveled, uh, of course, during his few first few months of the uh, of the presidency. So Donald Trump is representing that deep desire to have an identity yeah and and it's 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 a controversial identity but at the very least it's ours you know and that's what people are really being driven that's why they're being driven towards him you know and then of course just playing on this not PC stuff, uh, you know, does him very, very well. Just sometimes, if you say a dickheady thing and somebody calls you a dickhead for saying a dickheady thing, it's not because they're being politically—they're not, not trying to silence you or not because you're not being politically correct. It's because you're being a dickhead. Yeah, a lot of the times that's what it is. Oftentimes. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we we are in this we are in this time right now where everyone like all these Twitter Twitter trolls they'll say the most offensive things and then you call them out on it and they'll be like you're a PC police It's like no you're an asshole. Yeah. <laughs>
0: That's yeah. it. I'm not. No. There's a big difference. Huge difference. Yeah, you know, and, and I think the uh, the identity thing, and it does, and he's doubling, I mean, it really works on a couple of different levels because we've talked about this before, about how like the American identity has not just been the identity of being an American, it's the identity of your job. You know, yes, it's yes. like, it is a, a yeah. pro- like, we're a Protestant country, you know, right. and we have a Protestant work ethic here. Uh, yeah. I think at least the majority of white Americans, which are the people that are following Donald Trump, is that they're Protestants, uh, and And we've always been very closely identified with our work and who we are as workers. And now that there are no workers, they've got, of course, like, okay, after, okay, like I'm a. you know, I'm a steel worker. I mm-hmm. don't have that anymore. So what am I now? I'm an American. And then, of course, like, you know, the president right. is not necessarily 100% behind that idea. And that pisses you I off. I mean, he is, but he doesn't necessarily reflect it on a, on a, on a grandiose scale. Yeah. I mean, perception yeah. wise, I mean, right. that, that this person perceives that the president is 100, isn't 100 is 100%
1: behind America. Yeah. Uh, and, and I so, guarantee you, every politician has uttered the sentence like, these Americans are crazy. <laughs> every politician who's ever met, I mean, anytime you travel, you're just like, like these people are nuts oh yeah you know
0: so of course you'll have that feeling i mean even after you know i mean how the way the rest of the world looked at us after george w bush was elected i mean when donald trump gets elected it's just not gonna be a good thing as far as people looking at america as a beacon you know sure because that's what people have looked at us for so long people look to america as a beacon they look to us as an example uh and if donald trump is elected president we're not that anymore we're just not we're just not the beacon of freedom that we that we once were well uh, i mean and that's uh, and that is that it, that is sad that that is a very sad thing for america to not have that anymore
1: we'll see i mean there, there will be certain nations again like i was talking about earlier who will love us more than ever before previous enemies such as the russians <laughs> you know the saudis are gonna love us yeah yeah, yeah they they, they are know, gonna love us the extremely
0: authoritarian
1: uh, yeah the dictatorships uh, <laughs> the dictatorships They'll be like we got one of our own in office Thank God we can finally talk to the President of the United States.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's like Uh, he talks about making America great again, but everything he's uh, against is the
1: things that I believe make America great. Well, I mean, look at what he. Okay. So, for example, one of the areas where he's going to um, be able to flank Hillary is transgendered rights. Okay. The rights for the uh, transgender. He has always been for gay marriage, it's never been a real issue for him. Hillary is on record saying very aggressive. anti-gay marriage rhetoric i mean you should just go back and watch those videos of her on the senate floor uh she actually kind of hot i have to say yeah hillary I mean, was hot like she she had her time she kind of did i never <laughs> i I was actually just watching some old hillary videos just to kind of like you know just kind of learn a little bit about her and, and i actually think she's she's digressed a little bit in her public speaking skills in a strange way um but man she. I mean, you like a strong woman, though. I just want to, she just beat the hell out of me. (laughs) I mean, good God, a lot of zippers, a lot of zippers in that closet of hers, attached to some leather, I think. My goodness gracious. (laughs) But, uh, you know, Trump, having Caitlyn Jenner, Caitlyn Jenner is at Trump Towers using, using the women's bathroom, uh, you know, those sorts of things. It's going to be a real grab bag of people that are going to be drawn to him uh, for the general election. And we pretty much know he and Hillary have the un- same unfavorable radiance. and we already kind of know what her general is going to look like. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, th- th- she has a very um, mechanical organization. We-, we know exactly how it's going to unfurl, and Trump... Is just because he is not tethered to an actual political philosophy, is able to just go where the winds blow. Hence, channeling Bernie Sanders uh, in in recent speeches. So it's it's going to be it's going to be fascinating to see. Yeah. It's going to be. It, but you know, don't be too discouraged. The president does not have that much power. So if Trump is elected, and who knows? I mean, there's a great chance he will not be elected. Right, right, right. But right. I think that we do have to sink our teeth into the idea that it's very, very possible. I mean,
0: if it, if that happens, then you know, yeah, the president doesn't have all that much power. But you know, it's like we said, it's, it's about setting an example for the rest of the country. You know, uh, and if Trump is elected, then I think we're gonna all have to get. Really into reaching out to our neighbors and yeah. just doing like a one on one type of thing and trying to keep shit from getting out of control because that's what I'm afraid of. Hey, at least uh, the I'm afraid media- of the people getting out of control.
1: Yeah, yeah, of course. You do have to uh I mean hell, we've had eight years of, of riots uh under Obama. People are just livid. So maybe a president that lets the steam out isn't a bad thing. I which I guess is theoretically what he is doing. Donald he, Trump? He's been letting the steam out. You know, I mean, the, the, I mean we, we've been on a we have steam out in very violent ways. I mean, I, I guess there hasn't been any violence in a little while. No, not in a little while. Have- I mean, other than <laughs> you know, when you went to uh, obviously he had to uh, when he went to give the speech in California, there was a lot of anti-Trump rioters. Um, but I don't really put that on him. If you want to go and riot against Donald Trump and. I don't understand the professional rioters. It, it, it seems like a needless violence, in my opinion. And uh, it's some people that just love, they love to do it. Yeah. Um, and a lot of them are out there for very bizarre reasons that have nothing to do with Donald Trump. Um, mm-hmm. So I can't put the blame on Trump for having people who come and riot against him who are then violent, but his own constituents, the people in his rallies, we can, uh, you know, hold his feet to the fire for their uh, actions because, of course, he has encouraged, uh, you know, relatively violent behavior in the past. Oh, my God, I can't believe it's happening. It's happening, man. It's all going to burn down. Oh, burn it down. Burn <laughs> it down the house. I don't want to burn it down? You no, know, I know we're doing very well.
0: <laughs> nobody wants to burn it down. Yeah, nobody wants to burn it down. I love this fucking country, man. I don't yeah. I don't I
1: don't want it to burn down. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting to see the conservative party get a real wake-up call though. They are oh. going to have to adapt. I was talking to Megan McCain show about this yesterday. Donald Trump, whatever does happen, his philosophy dies with him it's it, it, he is a phenomenon yeah. as, as opposed to bernie sanders who could actually have a movement because socialism is a is a political philosophy it's a political ideology based in history it has we have governments who have uh... installed that form of uh... of governance over populists. we have case studies after case studies we have no case study for donald trump whatever his political philosophy is dies with him I mean we do have case studies for what happens when people like Donald Trump get
0: into office what great steak <laughs> great, great great wine and great steak on every table uh, I mean we definitely have uh, we definitely have a, a few case studies for political platforms built on hate and fear. Oh, Uh, come on. It doesn't. I mean, I don't think anything that drastic will happen in America, but we do have some examples of what happens when political parties are founded upon uh, hate, fear, xenophobia uh, and extreme nationalism.
1: Oh, my God. You know what? All these people who are coming out and like Laura Bush, for example, some Jeb Bush talking about how we're more xenophobic than ever before. These bastards are the ones who brought us to war. What's more xenophobic than that? I mean, that is true, but that doesn't care what they say.
0: But that does not make their point any less
1: valid. Well, it does because they're murderers. Well. What if I make that point? That I'm not it, a murderer. It's more val- I don't know that if you're not a murderer. You <laughs> I'm have not a, lot a of bones. I, they do I, look like cow bones, but hand, uh, you can sneak a human bone in hand there. Hand to God, I am not a human murderer. You don't believe in God, so that means nothing. <laughs> <laughs> you, just, you, might, you might as well put a hand. Hand, hand to humanity, Ben. All right. Hand maybe, to humanity. Maybe hand to like a Taco Bell or something. Yeah. I could get behind that. Yeah. <laughs> My God. But yes, we, we are more xenophobic,
0: xenophobic than ever before, and and people like Trump. I mean, and, and movements you know, like Trump. It, 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 I'm defi- I'm not going to bring in the the you know not Nazis or anything. I'm not going to say that. Well, you're bringing it in. That's going way too far. But I am saying that it is a uh, it is a dangerous road. It is
1: very dangerous road that that ends Mm. in uh, in violence. One one percent of the nation is Muslim. And of course, Bernie Sanders rhetoric, one percent of the nation has all the wealth. So it is classic politics to have a mass group of people attack a minority group of people, whether it be the wealthiest or a religious uh, group of people. I don't. From a political perspective, see it as something that is that is real. I don't think that Trump has any the Muslim ban. He's already said is never going to happen. His immigration policy, he's completely reneged on all of that. But to, but I do understand your point, and, uh, and it needs to be taken seriously. And uh, no one should love your Muslim neighbor. They're great people, you know. I mean, I'm never I've never been afraid. Love your wealthy of... neighbor too. <laughs> Just like love your neighbors, yeah. that would be a good thing. I've never been afraid of the government. It's the people that worry me. Right, 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 right. Um, all right. So, uh, yeah, Bernie Sanders wins Indiana, keeping that race alive for the Democrats. That'll be an interesting fight. We'll see how long the establishment allows him to stay in. We'll see if some of his, uh, we'll see if Hillary will be able to fight uh, a war on two fronts because that's what she's in right now. And it's going to be very difficult for her campaign to be fending off Donald Trump, who is, I guarantee you, we didn't even mention the fact that Donald Trump implied that Rafael Cruz, Ted Cruz's father, killed Kennedy. <laughs> So if you think that's ridiculous, if you think that's ludicrous, <laughs> wait until Donald Trump brings up Vince Foster. Mm-hmm. Wait till he br- he is going to bring up the possible murders of the Clintons. Yeah, this election in debates c- in debates this election cycle is going to play out like a like a like a soap opera, like a made for TV drama that you would watch. And if it wasn't happening in real life, you would say it's implausible, and you'd throw the script in the trash. Yeah, this is
0: House of Cards. That's what we're getting into. We're getting into like season four of House of the Cards where shit gets real
1: weird. Oh my God, and Melania. Melania. <laughs> she might be as hot as Robin Wright. Most most attractive potential first lady in the history of first ladies. I mean, she's a plastic doll. She's not a plastic doll. <laughs> she's a supermodel. Marcus, that's sexist. Uh, oh, yeah? Yeah, what's plastic about her? I did all the plastic surgery. She's natural. She's only 44. <laughs> oh, Melania. Melania. Oh, first lady Melania. What's going to be her main thing? Like, how to teach well, women how to wear heels? <laughs> Teaching young girls how to wear heels at the age of five—it'll be amazing. Oh man, it's, it's well, all, get it's it all happened, out, Marcus. It's it, all happening. No, I'm, I'm. It's so funny. We I'm, do a horror podcast, but I'm fairly certain that this one is actually this is the real one. This is the real. Ha- <laughs> this is the real scary one. Yeah. My God. Um. All right, everyone. So follow. Go to the uh, Abling It's Top Hat Facebook page. Let us know your thoughts. Um, always like to hear the debate. Keep it civil. Uh, for the most part, people do a good job, but there's always a prick or two on there. So. Yeah. That's the internet. I don't yep. know what can you do. That's just how they like to do it. That's how people like to do it. Um, and then, of course, find Marcus Parks on Twitter at Marcus Parks, and you can find him on Instagram at Marcus Parks. I'm on Twitter at Ben Kissel, and uh, you know I don't really use Instagram, but it's Ben Kissel one. Maybe if I get enough followers, then I'll have some confidence to do it.
0: Yeah, but they don't follow you if you don't put anything out. I
1: also I don't have my password still. I still can't figure it. I tried. I tried. I swear to God, I tried yesterday. I swear to God. All right, everyone, that'll do it. We'll talk to you soon. Goodbye.
0: For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to cavecomedyradio.com. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last.